Do you wish you knew how to craft captivating stories people love and understand? Would you like to share those stories with confidence? Do you want to learn the fail-proof way to transition from reader to writer in three simple steps before the end of 2022? I know what it feels like to be obsessed with reading fiction and creating stories and dreaming up fantastic fantasy worlds, but have no idea how to transform those ideas into readable stories others would understand and enjoy. Imagine if you could work with a published author to develop your idea, as well as write and edit your story so that you can be certain it's readable, relatable, and ready to publish. That's why I created my Writing Mentor Program, where I teach you how to start, finish, and edit your first published-worthy short story through a series of personalized writing workshops with me, author D.K. Drake. Through these three workshops, you will learn to write a story using a proven framework and entertain your friends with ease. After just one workshop, you will walk away knowing the purpose of your story, the main characters, the basic plotline, the general setting, and the time period for your story. So if you're ready to express your creativity and expand your imagination through the wonderful world of storytelling, tune in next Tuesday to find out how you can snag your personalized writing workshop with me. All my October slots are taken, but three more slots will open up on November 1st. These are the only three spots I'll be offering at my super low introductory price. So if you want one of them, be sure to take action when the link goes live next week. When you join me for these workshops, you will learn the fail-proof way to transform from reader to writer in three simple steps even if you've never written a story before, so you can finish 2022 as the author of a publish-worthy short story. And now on to day five of the 21 Days of Storytelling. Today we've got chapter two of The Dragon Collector, which is book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. And now today's episode includes two bonus scenes you can't read in the book. These two scenes were included in the original version of The Dragon Collector, but I took them out when I revised the story because I had a point of view problem. Most of the story was told just from Javen's perspective, and these two were outlier scenes, not including the prologue anyway. I made the decision to be consistent throughout the book by only telling the story from Javen's perspective. But since these scenes add to the story, I'm going to add them in here where they belong in the timeline of the story. So let's get to it! Welcome to a special storytelling edition of Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, build confidence in their creative writing skills, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, D.K. Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. During these 21 days of storytelling, I'll be reading you snippets of The Dragon Collector, book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga, and sharing behind-the-scenes insider secrets along the way. In The Dragon Collector, 15-year-old Javen believes he is simply an ordinary orphan abandoned by his mother at birth until he is whisked away to another dimension and his destiny as the chosen one from the Collector bloodline is revealed. Armed only with an ancient weapon, a trio of old advisors, and his determination to win, Javen is soon caught up in a dangerous battle for the throne. Now his choices could save, or destroy, the people and dragons of Xandador, including the mother he just met. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 2. The Unexpected Guests The August heat in Montana wasn't brutal, but it was hot enough to have him drenched in sweat by the time he rode under the iron arches of the Rickman family ranch. This was the place he called home, but even here he was a second-place kid. One thing. That's all he wanted. One thing he was great at. One thing he was better at than everyone else. One thing that made him stand out. One thing that made him important. One thing that made him someone. 
Sighing at the futility of such a dream, he bypassed the main house and rode straight to the barn. He propped his bike against the building when the same eerie feeling he had had on his seventh birthday washed over him. He looked around, certain he was being watched by something he couldn't see. Nonsense. He shook the feeling away and entered the barn. The sight of the black stallion eased the frustration that had been building up all morning. Good to see you, buddy. I hope you're ready for a long ride. We've got a lot to talk about. He reached for the latch on the stall door, but was stopped by the sound of a text message. Need you at the house. That's Mama Sandra. He rubbed his horse's neck. Better not ignore her. We'll ride later. Storm snorted his displeasure. I'm not thrilled either, but it does give us a chance to show off our newest trick. He unlatched the door and led Storm to the front of the barn. Stay here until I get inside. Then wait for me by the back porch. Don't move until you hear me whistle. You remember what to do, right? Storm shot Javen that wicked horse's smile only Javen would recognize. Neighed and batted his head up and down. Good boy. Javen laughed and began the short trek to the house, still convinced he was being watched. There he is. Tears filled Esmeralda's eyes as she watched Javen walk across the yard to the house. There's my boy. He looks nothing like me, Kenton said, standing at the window beside her. There are quite a few generations between you and him. I guess growing up in this dimension didn't help. Shh! Esmeralda elbowed Kenton and nodded toward the plump, gray-haired woman waiting for Javen at the door. Right, he whispered. Staying on script now. Good. Esmeralda dried her eyes and cleared her throat as Javen ascended the five wooden steps leading to the back porch. She didn't want his first impression of her to be of a weeping woman who croaked when she spoke. She wanted him to recognize her, hug her, forgive her. As she would soon find out, however... Reuniting with him was not going to be that easy. Mama Sandra? Javen found her in the kitchen, chopping tomatoes for a big bowl of salad. She was sniffling, and her plump cheeks were stained with tears. Are you okay? Oh, Javen! A new flood of waterworks gushed from her eyes. She dropped the knife and shuffled over to hug him. Don't mind me, she said, squeezing him. These are happy, sad tears. You only cry happy, sad tears when you have to say goodbye to one of the foster kids. And that didn't happen unless a judge ordered it. He didn't recall any recent family court cases. Had he been so consumed with football that he lost track of the house happenings? Uh, who has to go home? Norman or Ahala? These are my happiest, saddest tears of all. She placed her warm hands on his cheeks. These tears are for you. His knees buckled and he grabbed onto Mama Sandra's arms to keep from falling. You mean, yes, dear, she's here. Your mother is here. You want to meet her? No. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't know. What if she doesn't like me? You're her son. She loves you. But she tossed me aside for 15 years. A touch of anger helped him regain his ability to stand on his own. Uh, maybe you should go find out why. Yeah, he nodded. I guess I should. With her arm around his shoulders, Mama Sandra led him into the living room and entered in with her arm around his shoulders. Mama Sandra led him into the living room and introduced him to a woman sitting on the couch. Javen, this is Esmeralda, your mother. Esmeralda, this is Javen. Esmeralda wore a yellow sundress and stood as they approached. She was a touch shorter than his five six height and had the same black hair as him. Only hers was braided, slung over her shoulder, and hung just past her waist. With her perfectly tanned skin and angelic complexion, she didn't appear to be a day over twenty, making her entirely too young to be his mother. 
but something about her penetrating blue eyes made him believe she was much older than she looked. Hi. Nice to meet you. He lifted his hand and offered a wimpy wave. I'm gonna let you all get acquainted. Mama Sandra wiped her eyes and left the room. Silence followed her exit as Esmeralda and Javen stared at one another. Why wasn't she saying anything? Why couldn't he remember any of the ten trillion questions he wanted to ask her? How did he know this was actually his mother? After what seemed like an eternity, a vaguely familiar voice ended the stare down. Just say hello and tell the kid why we're here. We need to get on our way. Moments matter. Javen turned to find an old man in a button-down beige shirt, brown pants, and leather boots standing beside him. He was a good six inches taller than Javen and hid a wild batch of white hair under a black cowboy hat. Hey! Javen snapped his fingers. I know you. You once gave me a triangle rock for my birthday. Don't say that around Skylark. She will be extremely offended if you refer to one of her scales as a rock. Uh, Who is Skylark? And who are you? Skylark is my dragon. A noonstalker, to be exact. Right. He took a step back. Your dragon. His mother shoved the old man and spoke for the first time. I told you not to mention anything to him about our dimension. I didn't. He didn't know it was a dragon scale until just now. True story, Javen said, supporting the old man. But I still don't know who you are. The name's Kenton. I'm your great-great-great-grandfather. Okay, these people were officially delusional. He needed to get away. Fast. I'm, um, I'm gonna go see if the salad is ready. Wait! His mother grabbed his wrist. When I said goodbye to you the night you were born, you had the most beautiful emerald eyes. You're hiding them now, though. How? Javen's mouth went dry. If she knew about his eyes, she really was his mother. You can tell her all about the wonders of contacts later, Kenton said. Right now, we need to get going. You, young man, are the last of the Collector bloodline and the only hope the people and dragons of Xandador have left. A Collector bloodline? Dragons? Xanda what? He put his fingers in his mouth and whistled, hoping it was loud enough for Storm to hear. You're not making any sense, so I think it's time for me and my horse to go. He was about to whistle again when the back door flung open and Storm charged in. Javen used the couch as a springboard and jumped onto the rearing horse. Rather than have him show off his trick and open the front door as well, Javen turned Storm around, trampled past a yelling Mama Sandra, and rode bareback toward the hills. Esmeralda said. You did it your way and he ran away. No need to sugarcoat the truth. I wasn't going to sugarcoat. A breathless Sandra ran into the room, interrupting the conversation. Did I just hear a horse in my house? Yes, Esmeralda said. Oh, wait, that, that door was closed and nobody opened it. How did that horse get in here? Sandra shook her head. That Javen, he's always teaching that horse to do the strangest things. Apparently it now knows how to open doors. Really? Oh, yes, that kid has a way with animals I have never seen before. He was riding our dog before he could crawl, riding ponies without a saddle before he could walk, and taming the wildest of horses, including that storm he just rode out on by the time he was five. He's got a true gift, but it comes so naturally to him that he doesn't even realize it. Kenton and Esmeralda looked at each other. They silently agreed that this was a better-than-expected development. Maybe Javen really was the one of whom the prophecy spoke. If you enjoyed today's storytelling episode, but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, 
click on over to authordkdrake.com backslash insiders. There you can secure your free digital copy of The Dragon Collector as part of the DK Drake Starter Library. But The Dragon Collector will only be included in the Starter Library through the end of these 21 days, so be sure to become an insider by November 10th to get your free copy. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.